0: everyone and welcome back to the Maiden Vault podcast and a Song of Ice and Fire reread podcast focused on the female point of view chapters. I'm core and I'm Mike and we are back this week with episode 16. Uh, we're at our seventh cat POV chapter which is always fun uh, and this week we are actually trying something new. So typically what we'll do is we'll give you guys a very short quick summary about Everything that happened in the chapter, and then we'll kind of discuss things in, in chronological order as we move through the chapter in length. Uh, what we are trying to do, just to kind of switch up a little bit, would be to talk a little bit more in depth, just conversationally, about the summary um, with very quick points and just very quick off the top things that we thought while we were reading. And then we'll pick one very central theme or topic of conversation mm-hmm. while, uh, like, towards the end of the episode, and that'll be our chunk, and that'll be just something that we've really felt strongly we should discuss um, in that chapter. So. Let us know if you guys like it. I hope you like it because that way, you know, we get a little bit more time to kind of really dig yeah. in deep in something that we focus really on feel the stuff like we care about. Stuff, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Do you want to start it off this week? Did you want me to start it off this week? How do you want to jump in? You could, you could start. Okay, you're very cool. eager. You could, could. I'm always eager. Yes. Um. So just a little bit of setup Uh, because the last time we saw Kat, Kat was, she was real tired and she was coming up the mountain and she was forced to kind of not get any sleep and rest from her sister and she spoke with her sister and she informed her sister that she brought Tyrion Lannister up here. Lysa was not happy about that by the way Mm -hmm. and at that point Lysa had decided to take it into her hands that she would be the determining factor of what happened to him while he was there even though Kat wanted to make it clear that he was her prisoner Lysa wasn't having that she said you brought her to my house that was your mistake it's all about me me um what we did before or actually after i we read through cat seven and then i said you know what there needs to be maybe a little bit of context um so that we kind of get exactly what happened in between those mm-hmm. things just to kind of see and i only we only read like the part that pertains to cat and lysa particularly and this is from Tyrion's point of view um what happened and how we got to the point that we will now see and basically what happened is he demanded that he uh, be able to confess his crimes because he thought that that would kind of, um, I don't know, maybe alleviate some of the punishment he was getting while he was in the Sky yeah. Cells. I have no idea. But he came up and ultimately what happened without getting into specifics, it was determined that there will be a tribal combat. And that for lysis side, Servardus Egan would be the champion and Bronn the Sword agreed and stepped forward to fight for Tyrion. All of the while, however, Kat was trying to dissuade Lysa into doing this. She said this is not a good idea. She said, I'm not really on board with this. So that is where we find Kat. Mm-hmm. We find Kat now. She is very apprehensive about today. Oh,
1: very much so. Today's yeah. not gonna be a good day. Not it's at all. The opposite of an ice cube song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got that. Yeah. It's funny. Um, yeah, so she wakes up and she's been given some quarters to stay. Even though Lys is mad at her, she's just like, "Hey, girl, you can still have all these servants and all these quarters because that is that is what befits you as, in your rank and, and all I that mean, good stuff." Yes, that befits your name and title. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she wakes up and she notices she walks out to, and she has like a balcony and a, and a really beautiful view of the veil. Mm-hmm. And she notices that she has like a really um, good view of Alyssa's tears, the oh, waterfall does, that yeah. we talked about. Um, and she, the first thing she notices is that, you know, she could feel the mist on her face. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, you know, she started thinking about the grief that Alyssa herself Probably had to go through, and she just started thinking that, like, you know, today is probably as beautiful as it looks outside. It's probably not going to go the way that I wanted to go. Yeah. So I don't know if you had anything to say about that or anything, yeah, no, or... no,
1: no, I definitely do. Um, in fact, would you mind if I read the the quote? Oh, of that, that she gives about Alyssa's tears because I know we went a little bit into it, but I I really think this quote is very succinct and and kind of showing my feelings for it as well. Okay, so Kat goes, Alyssa Aaron had seen her husband her brothers, and all her children slain, and yet in life, she had never shed a tear. So in death, the gods had decreed that she would know no rest until her weeping watered the black earth of the Vale, where the men she had loved were buried. Alyssa had been dead 6,000 years now, and still no drop of the torrent had ever reached the valley floor far below. Catlin wondered how large a waterfall her own tears would make when she died
0: some wild stuff.
1: It is. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those things of Kat does a very good job in a lot of her chapters of showing us, the the reader, the viewer, how much she sees in the world around her and how those things have a direct impact on her as she moves kind of like right through them. Mm-hmm. Um, Premonitions are very big for her. Mm-hmm. Um, we saw it all through, you know, her first few chapters. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I feel X. And I don't know why y'all don't feel X, but y'all should be better at feeling
0: X because yeah. this is wild here. And it feels a lot. And I, sorry, I didn't want to. No, no, no. Go ahead. Oh, no. I was just saying, like, that quote in general. Like, I just felt like that quote and the mention of Alyssa Aaron throughout the entire chapter mm-hmm. were like some of the wildest Stoneheart foreshadowings I saw like yes. Yeah. um and i did not remember them and i thought that they were really cool and i'm pretty sure once we get to that part we will circle back around on that just because like yeah it was it was it was wild and i could go into it more but i, yeah. I didn't know if it was like appropriate here but no
1: definitely yeah. we, we we should always talk about these things in relation to how they affect the other women within this story and this seemed like a very particular pull about something that is going to directly affect cat oh for the remainder of this series yeah so we can definitely come back around on it in a, in a real way but i would think moving on yeah to what's going on with her now she's still in this room and she's getting ready basically deal with this thing
0: well yeah she's getting ready and she's just like i don't really have the energy and i don't want to really witness this because i know it's not going to turn out well and then roger calls on her and he comes in and he lets her know hey here's a letter for you it's from river run she reads it and she's just like hey like edmure's basically saying that he heard Mm -hmm. that tywin lannister is and tywin lannister is clearly the patriarch of the lannister family who they are in a quarrel with right now. Um, they are, I don't know why I had to say that, duh. <laughs> <laughs> they are, he is amassing his his banners in the Westerlands, and Emir somehow got wind of this. I was just like, how? Yeah. Um, but he says that what he did was he sent an envoy, because he also sent the note of, like, hey, oh, by the way, I'm now in control of the armies here because dad's mad sick. And so it's me, I'm in charge. And she, Finishes the note off by he or he finishes the note off, sorry, um by saying that he had sent an envoy down to Taiwan and that Taiwan had basically not answered him at all. Cause he was yeah. just like, Hey, what are you what are you doing? Why are you doing that? And Taiwan is like left it on red and he's just like, I'm <laughs> not gonna like, do Block. it. It's, like, why? <laughs> um and she looks to Roderick and is just like, This is crazy. And he's like, Oh yeah, by the way, I already know because like Lysa opened it and she's just like what and Lysa like is opening my mail and what and there's like yeah well Lysa has to screen everything that comes up here and she she just didn't feel as though you know you should be having secret mail from her so Cass like I can't deal with this so me and you both have to go and talk to her right now mm-hmm, I have to tell her immediately how ridiculous this is how absolutely furious I'm that she's doing the whole entire shenanigans of today and also opening my mail um I don't know if you had any thoughts about that I just really thought it was funny that she is really she was really irritated by the fact that Edmure was like in charge when I'm just like oh I totally thought that she knew her dad was sick and just assumed okay yeah and she would just assume that by you know default that Edmure would be the one in charge but I don't know how you feel about that and
1: I just think it's really great that once again we have cat kind of having an opportunity to show us yep. <laughs> exactly how she feels yep. about her siblings. And in this case with Edmure, knowing that he is not ready to be taking on responsibility in the way that he is and wondering how it is that her father has not stepped in. But then probably understanding like, oh, wait, because we talked about that before, of like Hosser's probably going through some stuff and he probably doesn't even have the ability to stop Edmure. He don't. <laughs> so...
0: somebody has to
1: do it i mean someone should do it but no someone might come do it there you go Okay. speaking of yeah cat gets outside of the area where lisa is yeah and is getting ready to go in and is stopped by her uncle Uh blackfish tully coming out and being like yo there's a lot going on in here today I don't want to be a part of this farce. I really don't feel comfortable staying here. I'm gonna to go to River Run. And because obviously everyone knows the T yeah. that was in Kat's yeah. letter. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I'm going to River Run because I'm gonna go help Edmure. Yeah, because he needs the assistance. I'm yeah. going. But Lysa had forbade him. Lysa said, no, yeah. you will not go. Yeah. He said, I'm going anyway. Mm-hmm. You can't stop me. Yeah. And and he's getting ready to to, to roll out when Kat, you know, is like, mm-hmm. hey unk take a moment um you don't have to go alone the high road is actually mad dangerous we basically didn't make it ourselves yeah yeah, you shouldn't Um, do that by yourself you probably shouldn't and this is like wink wink Mm -hmm. you probably shouldn't do it by yourself you could come with us yeah um also if my sister is not going to help you have dudes i have dudes at home i'll just give you my dudes and you can take them with you to River, Mm because we're going to go help our family Mm -hmm. that i get family duty honor we help our family that's what we're doing we're riding for them. Kat, in this instance, I think, doesn't really understand the implications with which she is giving away dudes that are not her own on yep.
0: credit. And that was my and... initial thought, too. Like, that, that was my, I was just like, hey, like, how are you giving away Ned's socials? But then I do recall that Ned, in his absence, told her that she is basically to be Rob's regent. So yeah, she so does she have... Could she do could that do bad. that. Um, whether or not that would be down... Like, Ned would be down with that, I don't know, but... I'm pretty sure that there was a thing that they kind of when they had their conversation that we haven't read yet, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure that he probably was just like, yo, do what you have to do. I'm hoping at least that, yeah. that's the case. And I because I don't think she would do anything. Like just knowing Kat's personality by this point, she doesn't strike me as the type of person that would do anything without Nez knowledge. So I don't No, so she would probably reach out. Yeah, actually, why did I say that? She took Tyrion. <laughs> but anyway, she wouldn't, she wouldn't <laughs> she wouldn't saying is she she does take her her marriage marriage vows very seriously so she wouldn't yeah that she does but she basically says
1: hey uncle can you please wait uh downstairs i know you don't want to watch this fight just wait for us downstairs yeah go warm up the car (laughs) he goes on he's grabbed his coat he's grabbed his plate he's left yes cat goes in to the room where
0: Lysa is one second Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please, go ahead. Why is every single time we see Lysa in here, she's dressed like to the nines? Every single time we see her, she got on a new outfit. Even the Natarian, like, really quick, like, skim, she had on a bomb-ass outfit. Like, I just have to say, she walked in this room and Lysa was dressed to the gods. She was killed. Like, she was just everything. And she Cat is just like, I can't believe it. I feel like this is not even, like, a, a really important Detail in the summary, but like Kat probably okay, was she, just looking at her. Like she's like, girl, Kat's, every Kat's single day. There's the a same, new. Cats were wearing, wearing the same. same I mean, I'm pretty sure Lysa gave her something she to wear. Her some clothes, but nothing like what Lysa has. No, of course not. Lysa's thriving. Lysa's right now. Thriving. I think this that is, we should need, we should make shirts that say Lysa's thriving. That Lysa's thriving because she continues to thrive until yeah, she doesn't.
1: I, but, I, I love it because this just basically gives me like, man, like. Gone Girl vibes, and (gasps) she's she's like, I can finally live the better version of my life. Except in this, except she wasn't
0: trying to trick him to come back to her.
1: That's what I'm saying. In this version, she realized that him being alive didn't help her at all. So he had to die for her to live. Um, so she's cool, and she is surrounded by a group of of men who didn't they say she had like a be suitors, right?
0: They are, and didn't she say that like they had like a revolving like. She had, like, certain ones she would pick to be by her side every day. Yes. Or, or every, each day she'd pick a couple of different dudes. I
1: mean, there's a bunch of dudes who are all trying to get into this inner circle because yeah. they realize that this gives them, you know, a direct line to power within mm-hmm. the veil. She, right now, is the most powerful person in the veil. How do you amass more power? In this world, you do it through marriages. Yes.
0: Yes. In that case, today's audience with Lysa is Lord Hunter. And Sterling Lynn Colbray, who are both from great houses in mm-hmm. their area, and they're doing their thing of appeasing her and whatnot. But Kat is like, hey, I need to get down to the, the nitty gritty of why I'm here. I need to talk to you right now, Lysa. Lysa's just like, no, I'll talk to you afterwards because I don't have the time. Like, I really don't really feel like getting into this right now because she already knows that her sister's going to give her pushback. Yes. About what's happening. Um, to which then Kat says, I really think that you need to rethink this and she's probably said this now about 10 times to Lysa and Lysa knows what was coming she's like I don't think we should kill him like we're not going to do any of this like you don't understand like this probably one is not going to look good for us if Tyrion dies but two is also not like I saw the cell sword. he might not give us the results that you think that we're going to get so that we need to rethink this to which then Lord Hunter comes over and he's just like hey you don't nah there's no way like servardus so is a knight he's a knight knights beat everyone you have no clue Cat is just like i literally have seen this dude fight he literally is part of the reason that i'm alive because mm-hmm. we came up this this road he's a fierce fighter yeah, like he helped us get not- through yeah the mountain yeah so and, and he knows he definitely knows and then wayne Woods back and he's just like ha 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 first of all women know absolutely nothing about fighting like cell swords are trash and knights are literally the best and i'm sorry my lady but you really this isn't your forte this isn't your area so Mm -hmm. it's okay just have fun at the fight okay and i have a quote about that very really quick and sweet go ahead That kind of sets the tenor for cat's entire move for the rest of this and say you have the truth of it then catelyn said with a courtesy that made her mouth ache what will we gain by the dwarf's death do you imagine that Jamie will care a fig that we gave his brother a trial before we flung him off a mountain? And then what goes after that is just, you know, they're all still kind of going back and forth. At some point, Lysa is saying, listen, I can't let this go. She finally decides to actually entertain her with a, her, her opinion. And mm-hmm. she's just like, hey, I'm not letting this go. This man, meaning Tyrion, killed my husband and left my son fatherless. I had a, a thought, another John Aaron thought yeah. that, again, I, I probably should write this up and put them somewhere because I do. I'm just like, H- how fatherly was he to this boy that everybody thinks is a failure and they're all blaming Lysa. And yet no one is questioning John's parenting in this as well. And that's the only thought I had about that. Um, yeah. John's not here for anyone to complain to him no. about, and no. they wouldn't. No. Of which, and and then, you know, Cat was thrown off by the entire conversation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not really sure when Coleman comes in. Does Coleman come in at this point, or yeah, I would say so. Robert
1: talks to her first, okay, and brings up the whole thing about because um, they were I, you were just talking about Lysen. It's just like because yeah. I, I think you, you you shied over the fact that she was talking about the fact that her husband was poisoned, right? Yes, and she just lets that slide, and nobody says anything yes. about that. Yes, so but she because they're all arguing about it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, because they're talking about like the ways in which you know people can just dispatch others, and
0: and Roderick's going in about when, when she makes the speech about the reason she can't, because she says, "Hey, this man poisoned my husband. He left mm-hmm. my son fatherless." She does say that because they're all and, like, "Which one of the Lannisters could
1: have done it?" It probably wasn't Jaime because Jaime fights with a sword.
0: Yeah, Roderick does say that. He does say that, and yeah, it, th- that was also strange too because they were going down the the, the avenues in which it could have been Yeah. Any of them, and they were just like, "Oh, well, poison's a woman's weapon," and he's like, "Oh, I'm, damn, you a lady." Yeah, and My Kat apologies. was just like, you know, it could have been, it could have been, and she gives hers, and and I actually have a whole thing that when we talk about Cat and Lisa like, later, I can get get into that. Um. But as she's standing there, and they're still waiting for this, because little Aaron is over there. He's getting so agitated. He's getting so irritated. He's like, I just want them to fight. I want them to fight. And Kat is just very annoyed by the entire situation at hand. And she kind of, like, her shoulder is, like, tapped. And she, she turns around and is like Maester Coleman. He's the maester for the Erie. Mm-hmm. And he's like, hey, you know, like... This is crazy that this is all happening, huh? Like, I bet you none of this would happen if the boy wasn't taken, you know, from if, if, if his mom, you know, wasn't, you know, in charge because Lord Aaron said that he wanted his son to be fostered at Dragonstone. And he goes, like, What? I'm so sorry. I shouldn't have said anything. It's probably all the, the alcohol. And she goes, Wait, no, you're absolutely co- incorrect. You're wrong because he was going to be sent to Tywin. Like, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. Of which I then am just like, Cat, I love you to death, but how are you going to try to pursue? <laughs> she said
1: this dude who was probably in the room. He
0: was right in now. the room. But also, she should have just heard that and been like, Wait, what? She's irritated. She doesn't want to think anything bad about it. Mm-hmm. She also is just like, Still in the mode where she can talk shit about Lysa, but nobody else can talk yeah, shit she about like Lysa. Idea that people, other people. So she's not it. really receptive to what he's saying. And right as he's about to explain what's happening, the bells ring. Yep. So as the bells ring, the bells ring. It signifies that the fight is to begin. And they bring out little Tyrion Lannister, and he's in his chains, and he's set outside because it, it, if you imagine. That they are all looking out over a large, vast balcony. They can see below, the ground below. That's where the mm-hmm. men will fight. And Tyrion is down there with them. And he is put against a tree. And that's it. Because he's not near the statue. He's near the tree, right? No, yeah. yeah. And so they bring him out. And I don't know if you want to get into descriptions or anything like that. I know you're really, like, excited about armor. So I'll just let you kind of touch
1: I'm really super excited about armor. I just think that Cat does a very good job of giving us the, like... Commentary of of this fight, and mm-hmm. I think a lot of that goes into also understanding that Kat is very good and very aware of fighting fighting styles. Yes, understanding of like armor and weaponry. Yes, and she very quickly sizes up both servardus and the Cell Sword Bron. Yes, and just notices that you know Bron has a very like he has a good reach with his blade. Uh-huh. His blade is actually mad sharp because yep. it's probably honed in a way that a sellsword who is worth his salt would hone his sword servardus is wearing a lot of armor but Leave it to say that a lot of armor isn't something that just- No, she knows it. Only protects you because it's going to make him
0: slower. Yeah. And, and also, speaking of swords, she also notices that he has a very custom-made but decorative sword. Yes. So the sword that he wears, Lysa had actually originally given to oh, that's right. John Aaron, mm-hmm. And it was like ornately carved with the mountains of the veil in it. But you could tell that the sword was probably more decoration yes. than it anything else. It wasn't meant to be, used, meant that to be used that way. No. But also, it wasn't a sword he was used to fighting with. Mm -hmm. So she'd given him all this fresh armor, all this, uh, you know, this brand new decorative sword. And Kat knew in her mind. And at some point, she said she wanted to say something to Lysa, but she was so tired of arguing with her sister that she was just like, you know what? At this point, I'm going to just let it slide. And she kind of, it kind of was that I'll let her be wrong because I'm tired of arguing with her. Yeah. And she was so resigned at that point. She's just like, I know this is going to bode. Un- like it's not gonna bode well for me. Yeah, this don't help. But I really don't care because she needs to learn her lesson and <sighs> relatable. But <laughs> um speaking also of her being able to size up, man, she she, she discusses a lot. Um because at this point, she's she's focused, but she also is beginning to kind of do the thing they all do, and they kind of revert back into oh, yeah. past days. And she starts talking about like how she she really was understanding, kind of in contrast to what Wayne Wood and, and Hunter were saying before, that women don't know anything. She's just like, you know, I've literally seen this every day of my life. I've seen men training in New York every day of my life. I've been to so many, probably 120s in my whole life. Like, I know what this is. I know what good fights are. But it brought her back to the another thing, because like you said- they're all looking at the majesty that is the armor and, mm-hmm. and of of artists and and the knight they see a knight you know, and, a and a knight name. and a name, but they're not looking at the fact that Bron can move more easily. Bron is younger. Bron has the reach. Bron Bron is just better prepared to win this fight. Yes and. Kat remembers the last time she knew of a fight that was so terribly unmatched that she knew the outcome of it, and she kind of had to beg for it, uh, for the, the the victor to kind of not end it in a mortal way, and that was the fight between Brandon and Peter, so she yeah. she also brings herself back to that time also, and this is something that we definitely have to get into later, um, it jotted a lot of uh, thoughts of how because we see it from her point of view, how she must have been feeling from that day, and but we never get to know really how truly Lysa is. We see through other people's eyes how Lysa was probably mm-hmm. feeling. But that event in particular shaped the both of them into who the, who we see now in a very particular way. So yeah. um, she thinks on that. And then as she's brought back to the present, she just starts to watch below her like, hey, this fight is not going the way that. Lysa wants it to go. I knew that this would happen. Braun is pretty much giving this dude the runaround. He's very quick on his feet. He dodges things. He's not just going to stand there and take it. He's just like, I know the best way to avoid getting hit by this guy. And I'm not sold down by all this armor. Yeah. And eventually what happens is Bardis starts to tire. He can't beat any of Braun's quick movements. And he ends up getting real dusted up. And towards the end of it, Ron, there's that statue of Alyssa Mm -hmm. in the middle of the the um of the courtyard, and he uses that kind of to his advantage. Vardis is already sliced up; like he was finding weak points in his armor and everything like that along the way. But he eventually gets to like push the statue onto Vardis and pins him down so that he can make a killing blow. And at that moment. Cat understands that this is not this is not a good thing for them at all. Um, there were probably also some Stoneheart uh things or analogies that I could take from that as well. Oh, yeah. I'm not really like solo that yet, mm-hmm. but um I don't know if you had anything to say about I don't know.
1: So I don't I don't really have a lot more to talk about in relation to the fight. It okay. has a lot more to do with I think the feelings coming out of the end of this fight, which are Tyrion is now free by the way of the gods mm-hmm. and he's now vindicated. Thanks to Ron. Uh, he believes that like, Hey, guess what? I got it. I won. This is cool. So the next part is y'all got to make sure I get home to which Lyce is like, no, you can make your own way. And last time I checked the high road sucks, but good luck. Yep. Make sure that they have enough food and some horses so they can get down. Okay. And then that's kind of the end of it because yep. at this point she is kind of beside herself that she didn't see the same way that Kat saw where this was going. Like the I think the bombastic nature of of this fight left her feeling like she would understand more about it, like as she saw it. Because yeah. once again, just like most of the people in that court saw and were complaining about, they saw a knight and they saw a man of honor who was going to fight honorably yep. for his house and do honor. When Braun showed up, he said, I'm going to fight this dude because this is a fight. Yeah. And I don't want to die. Yep. And that was kind of the tail end of it. I I, I feel like we come out of this chapter with the look of shock and horror on both Lysa and Kat's faces, but for two very different reasons. I agree. But both of them kind of being in the same spot where like this changes everything for both of them. Yes. In a way that I don't think either of them really truly recognized right now cat more than lisa cat definitely more than lisa i think only because lisa had a very different thing in mind when it came to what was happening because of her her own plots of course uh
0: that yeah yeah i didn't even think cat about more like that, so yeah.
1: because of this is this is we goofed we had one chance to do this right and we didn't yep and now we're kind of stuck with the ramifications of what comes after this so yeah. I don't I don't right. know how you would like to handle moving into the the meat of what we want to talk about, yeah. but I think it's important now to make sure that we really cover lysing cat,
0: right? I mean that's what it is. I mean the biggest thing I got just from this is how badly things from their past have have kind of really messed with the Tully sisters and the relationship that they have with each other. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: And we get, again, all this from Kat's point of view. But the most glaring thing for me is like Kat is slowly starting to realize not only that she doesn't know her sister, but that her sister might not feel the same way about her that she A, thought her sister would, or B, that she felt about her sister. So what I mean by that is just... Mm -hmm. She had these ideas that, well, of course, I mean, Lisa's great. She's my little sister. I'd do anything for her. She'll do anything for me. And this is all great. And this is all gravy because Kat does not see anything in her past as having agreed Lysa in any kind of way. Oh, and for Lisa, yeah. Lysa feels like I would imagine, I can't say that this is um this is you know, set in stone or anything like this, and I don't have any proof uh, as of yet. I do know that later she does reveal a lot of her feelings, but she kind of feel like Kat didn't really have her back when she needed her the most. And it all started with that fight, but you were about to... Oh, no, I was Sorry. just going to ask you, when When do you think that happened? Is it, is it that fight? Oh, man, I think... Could it have been
1: before then?
0: I think that it was... Probably before then. So like we we discussed before, like, I mean, they're what, like two, three years apart, mm-hmm. the two of them um, growing up. And we got a lot of like, so I don't know if you notice this. I just thought about this now, but a lot of the flashbacks that she gets, they were all in chronological order. Like it starts when they were very young and now they're getting up to the point where I would guess Kat was about 17 or 18 when the cat would yeah with the fight she's with Brandon, betrothed happened. to yeah. Brandon, and she got yeah, she yeah. got betrothed to him at around twelve. But like the older you get, the closer to reality that that thing becomes. Also, their mother dies. Cat has to take on a lot more adult responsibilities. Mm-hmm. She becomes the lady of the house. Lysa's kind of allowed to still you know play as a child, but I would imagine as Cat's duties and expect like expectations of her got more stringent and and more serious, she probably didn't have as much time to be around Lysa and P and Edmure. And in my opinion, that made her very uh, blindsided. By the things that were going on with her sister, yeah, because she was focused in yeah. in, a, in a different way, yeah. Um, and I mean, let's—I mean, we can just go in and and turn. So I will read a quote about the fight, mm-hmm. and I would like to start at the fight, and then I would kind of like to talk about how the relationship kind of changed and how they both changed th- after this yes. up until today's presentation. No, that makes sense. That's cool. <sighs> All right. They met in the lower Bailey of River Run when Brandon saw that Peter wore only helm and breastplate and mail. He took off most of his armor. Peter had begged her for a favor he might wear, but she had turned him away. Her lord father promised her to Brandon Stark, and so it was to him that she gave her token. A pale blue handscarf she had embroidered with the leaping trout of River Run. As she pressed it into his hand, she pleaded with him. He is only a foolish boy, but I have loved him like a brother. It would grieve me to see him die. And her betrothed looked at her with the cool gray eyes of a Stark, and promised to spare the boy who loved her. And there was a lot more after that, and I could have written a whole bunch, but Mm -hmm. that is how Kat sees the day, right? Yeah, Kat sees the day as, one, I had to do, I had to be on Brandon's side. That's going to be my husband. Also, Pete, because we got from her point of view before that she didn't talk to, she did. She was so mad when he sent her a letter yeah afterwards she was just really nope, angry with him want it. and she's just like i don't want to hear about this i don't like she was she was upset that he would even do something like this um and what we see after that because i mean clearly the fight goes as such brandon is trying his best i mean brandon you have to understand pete's a like 14 year old boy brandon is a oh, man grown <laughs> <laughs> he's about you know 19 20 years old probably and he's hacking at this little boy who is not the the biggest or the best warrior. And, you know, he's trying his best to get him to yield. He keeps saying, yield, 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 mm-hmm. because Kat asked him to do it. Or actually, we'll, I'm going to ask you some questions, if you are cool with that. Um, and Peter refuses. P- Peter's just like, I'm not going down like that. Whatever, keep fighting, even though he's all bruised up. And it takes for Brandon to basically slice him in two without killing him as they thought he had been killed. Cat said, oh, I thought that was it. And, you know, Cat specifically states that as he's falling and blood is coming out of his, you know, like his armor and stuff like that, or it really had like a brush plate or whatever, he whispers cat or he says cat, he calls out for cat. And she said that, oh, she thought she forgot that. Hmm. And so in her mind, she's just like, I don't, I I pushed that out of my mind for probably in my head, for mostly the reason she was upset with Peter for it, but also she, it, it hurts her to think about Brandon. Um, but on the versatile side of that, if we're talking about Lysa, who isn't even talked about in this until a little bit later, Yeah, she doesn't understand that Lysa took that personally. Lysa said, this is our family. This is Peter. This is somebody I love. This is somebody you say you care about. This is like our brother... Why would you choose Brandon over him? Why would you do that? Well, because she
1: doesn't have an opportunity to. She can. Cat can't make that decision for herself, right?
0: So I have questions. So you, you speak to me, and I'll, I'll, I'll I, because I have it. I think it all started there. I you really think, do. You think
1: that? You think the problems between Cat and Lysa
0: started that day? I think the real, true problems did, and I think that. In true cat fashion, she was oblivious to it because it didn't matter to her and because it really wasn't affecting her life. And I'm not so I why did that it affect Lysa so much? Because more Lysa than Kat. got the hurt of it. So so, so I was asking questions. I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, did Kat side with Brandon because she had to? Most likely, yes, of yeah, course. She had no choice. Oh, and it was it only duty or was it love that I mean, let her do it? I
1: really banged with Brandon. Yeah. And it also probably helped that she was very versed in what it meant to be a lady of a great house mm-hmm. and kind of understand what those responsibilities meant. Like you said, her mother had passed mm-hmm. and a lot of the offerings that are being presented up to, you know, people at Riverrun, like they're coming through the hoster, like, Hey, what can you offer us? Yeah. Well, I have daughters and my first daughter, she's, She's the bomb. Yeah. And here's what you get for that. But here's what I want in return. Like, it wasn't just like, hey, you're going to marry Kat because you love her. There was no reason to send her all the way to the North. It's, hey, no, we're securing the North. Of course. And we're securing our, our, our opportunity in the North for generations to come. Yes. Because the hope wasn't just to send her there and be like, hey, Brandon, y'all are in love, whatever, to have kids and, and have that be the, the push for, for the remainder of their time. Mm -hmm. But, I don't think for one second that she didn't love Brandon. So for me, it's more like there is a bit, I I think Kat really takes to heart. I'll just walk that back. I think Kat takes to heart the idea of the Tully words of family duty and honor Mm -hmm. and her knowing that above all that family is important. Yes. But as a part of that, she has to do her duty in order to honor her family name. You're right. It really comes full circle. And I, I, I think sometimes people forget just how little she could have said out loud in relation to that. But that quote really just makes me think she, she could have spoken out even more.
0: That's what I
1: mean. But didn't because she was kind of, she was made mute on the subject because
0: after like for
1: for like after peter shows up and is like hey guess what i'm gonna do this thing and like really i would like your favor but like i have to do this because i have to prove to you that like i i need you i want you more It uh, all of it comes down to like this really weird covetous nature oh, that yeah. a bunch of dudes had. Yeah. but like brandon being like well i'm not trying to hear that also you're whack and i'm just gonna beat you up so until you're is done. that
0: something that he could not so i'm sorry why did brandon have to fight him so this so why did brandon have to fight him and two and again i know this is going off of the and cat thing but i swear we're gonna bring this around guys um why if cat really truly didn't want him hurt why was why didn't she try to instead say don't hurt him just don't fight him like is there a thing where when you're called out you have to honor that fight and also if they were so concerned why was Hoster not brought into this fold like above all else before she's married to Brandon I mean she, her father has say so right and that would be for any children but I would just assume that Kat being Cat, mm-hmm. she, she really she really um like cherished her father's opinions and all those things so I'm just really like wondering because I I'm, I'm trying to think also like Lysa because if if I'm Lysa I'm I'm not understanding quite why this had to happen I think it happened last unless- I of think course- I okay. think like it, it's
1: like the equivalent of You're sitting somewhere and somebody comes up to you and like slaps your face real quick. Yeah. And it's like, hey, I demand satisfaction. Mm -hmm. It's like, what? But like, you're not really thinking about the how to to how you got there. Yeah. You're thinking about the fact that like you were just sully. You just got slapped in your face. Yeah. You're going to want immediate retribution. And even somebody saying like, hey, you know, you don't have to do this. You should think about it. Give us some time. Maybe you won't feel the same way in a day or a day Mm -hmm. later. It's like no, this person said this, and if they really want it, they can have it. Okay. I I think unlike with Ned's temperament, we get a little bit in bits and pieces from Cat's reflections on Brandon, mm-hmm. and he seems the type that is not like Ned. No, oh, it's you're yeah. saying you're going to do something. I'm going to do it's 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 why I think both Ned's dad and Ned's brother end up the way that they do, just due to the fact of like. We have to be men of action. We have to do things because of the people who will follow us. And Brandon was not excited about the fact that somebody was fighting for something that he believed belonged belonged to him. Yeah, you're right. I just think that that's as far as it goes. And by the time that it was like, because they're like, yo, they're down here. He doesn't really have a lot of armor, but Mm -hmm. he's like, he's going to do this fight. It probably just came up and it's like, no, we're going to fight right now. yeah. And we're going to do this before you have a chance to change your nerve. And for, for let's that's Peter telling himself, Yeah. like, if I don't do this now, I'll never do it. Yeah. But like having had spent enough time with the two of them, knowing how he
0: felt about Kat, he was like, I'm going to press the issue yeah. because that's is stop I, me from this. Oh, I'm so sorry. No, you're good. No, I was just, I was trying to recount or recount whether or not, uh, recount, <laughs> recall whether or not, this was actually because I, I I swear that I remember it hearing or reading or something like that in the books before that this was actually supposed to be when they were supposed to be married. But right after this, that's when Brandon gets the call to yeah, be honest. Kidnapped. To um, but that aside, I. I was wondering then if he took it, like why he would take it and then like he did ask to yield. So we do like you said, we get like bits and pieces of his his old personality and we see that. He, don't, he didn't seem like he took it and it was gleeful, but again, it did seem like something that had to be done because it was stated that it had to be done. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering, okay, cool. So after this happens and Peter is, is, is broken, he's really, he's messed up. Um, I wonder if when Hosta found out, was he insulted by Brandon's behavior as a guest in his home? Because I'm also thinking things that like... You know, because the way that I remember Lysa really like describing this is just like Brandon was a brute and he came and he did all these bad things. And I was wondering, like, is that a sentiment that she only holds Mm -hmm. or is that a sentiment that Hoster held? Is that because, I mean, we know that the reaction that Hoster has that we hear in this chapter is that he let Peter get well enough
1: to then send him
0: back to the veil. So he sent him back to the fingers and um, it's stated too that Kat was forbidden from going to the city. It really said, you know, her dad forbade him to go into the room, Um, but that um, Lysa was allowed to go and help nurse him with the maester Mm -hmm. and that Edmure tried to go and see Peter, but he sent him away because, you know, Edmure had decided that he was going to squire for Brandon in the fight. Mm -hmm. So when I say that Lysa, the Lysa that we see now has no time for none of her family. She don't have no time for none of her family because she feels as if they all portray her and it all stems from this moment. And yeah, I kind of just wanna go down the 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 timeline of what of, of things that just keep adding on and stacking on that Kat is just so blind to. Because when I said like that Kat really doesn't understand, is because as Kat got older. Before Brandon came to fight and all that stuff, as she's has more responsibilities that took her away from able being able to kind of spend all her time with Liza all mm-hmm. day long she starts to not be able to really notice Lysa. Lysa didn't just fall in love with Peter yesterday. Yeah she no, didn't just this, this has been happening. You know, and Lysa lisa isn't even mentioned at being present at the fight because Kat don't even think And I know that I know that Lysa had to have yeah, been there. But she wasn't thinking about it. But that. she doesn't she doesn't think to because it's about her and it's about Brandon and it's briefly about Peter, but it's mostly about how Peter made her angry. Um so I don't know how you feel because she 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 She's not very perceptive. Not
1: in this moment and not about this thing. Yeah. And I think it's because of the way that
0: her mind. Yeah, I'm sorry, about that that history goes.
1: Um I wonder because you you asked about Hoster. I feel like, like I said, I feel like it happened real fast. He didn't have an opportunity to think about that in that moment. Uh Uh-huh. But afterwards, I, I feel like. You can't be mad at the person who's about to give you your security. If you're very close to, quote unquote, securing the bag, you don't mess that up. The person who was in the way of that was Peter Baelish. Mm -hmm. You send him away. Mm -hmm. You deal with him because that's easier to do. Even though, for all intents and purposes, he was the closest thing to family that you had there that was a part of that fight.
0: I mean, he'd yeah, been there yeah, for, yeah,
1: for yeah, ages, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in place of Brandon. Like yeah. Brandon was brand new. See, and
0: that's the thing. It's it's, and that's a good point you bring up as well, because then it also begs the question of how do people see the children that they foster, right? Mm-hmm. And it and and we get the first example of which is John Aaron, and clearly both Robert and Ned love him like a father, yep. and they treated him or, or he treated them as such. Yeah. But I don't get the impression that that's the relationship that Hauser had with Peter, and I think that. For Kat it's just like, oh, well my dad gave him a house and food mm-hmm. and Peter was cool and like she has very brief like thoughts about Peter. With that. He's fine. But for Lisa because she's probably had conversations with Peter or mm-hmm. at least not conversations but she's heard him like waxing on about how unjustly done he was, she probably has a different point of view of that and that shapes who she then how she looks at her family. She looks at her family like y'all are bad people. Like for Kat and Brendan, they're looking at Lisa like you're out here. You do not obeying the rules. You're you're out here being wild. Like you're doing things that are just like kind of embarrassing yeah, to it's our like, family. This is not becoming to the Tully name. It's not, and she's just like for all intents and purposes, fuck the Tully name. I don't care because like, I yeah. don't fuck with Tullys. I don't.
1: But like, like y'all, y'all have been doing that. Yeah, and y'all aren't recognizing exactly where her trauma was rooted. Yes. So,
0: um, oh no, you're. So let's talk about that trauma, right? Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the trauma. So afterwards, you know what happens? I mean, afterwards, Pete's laid up. Yep, and he gets
1: a visitor mm-hmm. who he believes was Cat. Yep, he believes that he took Cat's maiden head mm-hmm. and that, haha, one on you, Brandon. I had your wife before you. Yep. When in reality, it was Lisa. It was Lisa who came to visit him. Yeah um and like you said i think from this moment the the relationships that that are then nurtured afterwards are because of what happens here yes Lysa gets pregnant Mm -hmm. Lysa is forced to take moon tea Mm -hmm. and i think more than anything else that starts to shape her relationship with her father yes afterwards and i I, i'll i'll go to defer to you for this how long after is she how long after this moment is she then betrothed to john aaron like at which point does she marry him because like to me that's like this happens you basically tell her she can't have this kid you force peter to leave you don't give her time to move through what was happening to her yes and then it's just like all right cool i'm gonna ship you off to this other dude, yeah. you're just going to be with him now. Yeah. That's your husband, yeah. and you need because another political marriage which secures another large section mm-hmm. of this vast continent. Mm-hmm. And we're just expected to kind of accept that she would have been cool with that because I can't imagine that she says this. She's like, Yeah, you know what? I'll marry John Aaron, right? And she'll be happy about it yep. because what she wanted, she wanted Peter. Yep, and she very clearly states that I wanted Peter, I want Peter's child. He's like, no, that's not happening. And to move past that a little, she then has to deal with the, I I struggle to call it abuse, but the way in which she has to be with John Aaron is not the way that she wants. She she probably had in her head of what it was that she wanted out of a fruitful
0: relationship. can, right. I, can I stop you first? No, go ahead. Because I just had a thought. So you had, the question you asked was, how long was it? And I agree with everything you just said. Um, and that's pretty much where I'm pretty sure at this point in time, Lysa's thought is. Or th- Lysa's headspace is.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I don't know how long it was, but I do know that Kat was there. And I do know for somebody who continuously has told us that she knows her sister. And she tells other characters that she knows her sister. I'm like... I, I, I can't even say I'm pretty sure. I'm absolutely 100% sure because we'll we'll actually probably, I'm sorry, have this conversation again um, when we get to Kat speaking to Hoster. Okay. Um, because Hoster on his deathbed feels really guilty about what he did to Lysa. Kat still doesn't figure out what happens. We don't get the full story of it until we get the story from Lysa mm-hmm. books later. But what we do know is that Kat was present at the time all this was happening. Kat was present as her sister was pregnant. Kat was present as her sister, you know, aborted had had the abortion. She was present at the time that they were both told that they were going to marry new people and that they were getting married at the because remember, they get married at River Run. Okay. Through all of this, at no point was Lysa comfortable coming to her sister and, 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 and asking for help and just kind of moving through things? At no point does Lysa trust her sister with this information. Kat also, and I don't know, I can't remember if she was like locked away, Lysa, for, for a time to recover. I don't know. Kat never thinks that it's out of the ordinary. Kat never is just like, you know what? Something is going on with Lysa. She don't seem like herself. Because Lysa intents and purposes, everybody described her as very happy-go-lucky, mm-hmm. very bubbly, very like, I mean th- th- you get bits and pieces of that now, but obviously it's very fragmented because her moods are on and off because her home she's a mess. Like she is she is a distraught mess. Um but she wasn't always that way. And for whatever reason and this is what I really I've wrote this down in my notes I'm just like this is it. This is this is this the is moment that happens. I'm just like this is this has to be when it happens because that 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 time could it couldn't have been less than a month because Brandon had to ride down there and that took a while. Mm-hmm. Brandon had to die. They had to they had to strike the banners up in the veil. I mean this this was a month a couple months' time before any of this went down and between that time, but before the you know Ned and John rode to River Run to marry them and then ride back off. So in all that time, they never had a sit down talk to heart to heart about what was happening. And again. This is not a let's blame Kat for being a bad sister moment. This is a, this society sets them up to be enemies at yes. this point. Yes. Because, you know, Kat has to be loyal to the man that she's supposed to marry. Mm-hmm. Lysa does not understand it because, again, there's, she's still a child. Kat is, she's an older teenager, but she's still childlike too, but she's still, she's older and she, she's like, well, I understand this is the way it has to be. Um, Kat Cat. But then in, in her same way, because Kat is being loyal to somebody she loves, Lysa sees herself as being loyal to someone she loves. Kat does not understand yeah, she's not that Lysa is in that. love with Peter. She does yes. not understand what this and means. And I don't get how she doesn't see that. And that's what I'm saying. So where we see ourselves today, because after all this... Lysa goes down south. Kat goes up north. Kat has a seemingly very happy, easy time in her marriage. Lysa has the complete opposite. Mm -hmm. They do not have the communication that they once had. And now Lysa sees her as somebody who is just incapable of understanding her. Because she's just like, you never even thought to ask. Because Lysa sees her as kind of somebody who doesn't care at this point. Because she never even thought to ask. And Kat's whole thing is... I'm so worried about things that I have to do that I never really I never really thought to ask, you know? And I don't think it was malicious. I don't think she was just like, I hate my sister and I hope she's doing terribly. No, because not at clearly all. I mean, everything she's done to this yeah. point is to make sure that Lysa's okay. She wants to get to her sister. Yeah. She knows that her sister
1: could help her. But yeah. once again, I feel like that's based on case data that she has that's old. Yeah. And she's looking for the Lysa. Not even five from five years ago. She's looking for the Lysa from 10 years ago. Probably before that. Probably before then, too. But let's just say whoever Lysa is today is not the person who she came here looking for no. and was hoping that it would have been the same as, as before so that they could move through this thing together. Okay. She wanted this agent who could assist her in, in, in and I, I call it justice, but I think it's bigger than that. I think yeah. it's still. The Tully words. I think it is literally family duty and honor. I mm-hmm. think it's trying to push together these these tenants that were kind of drilled into her as a child that she remembers feeling the same way about when she was with Lysa, and when she was with. So, Ed
0: York. when you're saying about this family duty honor, are you saying that she expected a very particular kind of behavior from Lysa? Like, what was she expecting to get? A very different welcome than but what like, she got. But what do you
1: think? But what I think she was expecting kind of like the red carpet to be rolled out for her, and and not because of just like because of her station. But honestly, because of her status as her sister, specifically her older sister, uh, and quite possibly... I mean, she is the matriarch of that family. Okay. And her understanding that her reasoning for coming here is one, because basically she feels like she was called here by her sister because of that Let's talk about this. So let's let's
0: go into that. Yeah, so... (laughs) Because that's a very good point that you bring up. So when we see them now... Everything in this chapter led me to believe that Lysa is very clearly, purposefully sabotaging everything about anybody that is her family. Yes. Also, if she can kill Tyrion Lannister. That's a bonus. And put the blame away from her and Pete, that's even better. That's Kate. Um, I think, yeah, I realized, like, she really is not, she does not have any kind of... Where I once thought that maybe she just hoped that Kat wouldn't get involved. I think maybe part of her actually does hope that Kat wouldn't get involved, but mm-hmm. there's a strong resentment because here's the thing. She's not stupid and she understands that as much as she loves Peter, Peter loves Kat. Yeah, so Kat can't in the picture. And Kat- Cat being there, it's one thing to send a note to her and not think she'll ever have to, have, to have to see her again and to, to start chaos from afar, but to have it brought to her face, she knows also that as angry as she is because she loves Peter, if she ever tried to hurt Kat, Peter would probably be upset with her. Yeah, um. She didn't expect this to come to her doorstep. Yeah, and and that's why I... <sighs> a lot of this, a lot of their issues, and I don't want to say Peter is the blame for everything. I just... I a lot of his doing is very, very present in this chapter. It has to be. And neither one of them questions it. And
1: she doesn't because she doesn't think it's important to him. By she, I mean Cad.
0: But she felt, felt it. it. Oh, that, that, she felt she it. Felt she said, it I she, never even thought about Pete or this moment until just now. And that if if any if there are any signs to believe, any signs to to feel, you ain't thought about this person in years and years until you met him recently. And even then, why would you think of this moment? particular Mm -hmm. right now specifically the thing that he said and she said that i had forgotten i had pushed that out that that was that was the universe telling her that
1: bubbled back up but you know again there's a reason why it's because she did not think it important enough mm -hmm. to hold on to those facts okay she then starts to see it because once again we know kat is very in tune and she starts to feel stuff and she's very empathic and it's just like yo here's what's happening but like she's still not seeing the bigger picture there which yeah. is Lysa's is in love with cat Lysa's or Lysa's is in love with pete yeah and Lysa's is so in love with pete that she's willing to forego all of the things that she's been told in relation to once again the tully words
0: no keep going to i just make have it, something on that to yep. make it
1: work so that he will be okay because she never stopped loving pete no at any point point. No. and that also means doing everything within her power to make sure that he ends up okay and on top because it's like he is in like the margins with her for a very long time mm-hmm. well after the fact and i think so much of that is speaks to just how much she is willing to move past her family stuff to make sure that pete is
0: okay by her Of course Because to her That's her only family yeah, At this point Other off. than other than Robert And and that's why I was that getting is back Around only, to the, the house words Because yeah. I feel like
1: That was rearranged For her To really only mean Her and Pete
0: Yeah And then The baby And then Robin the Obviously Robin Comes along, yeah. Robin comes yeah. along later cause um, I, She loves him Oh she she does And, and that's a whole Another thing That I want to get into But because you Started talking about Peter's stuff And I don't want to Harp too long on him but when Kat starts, when, when Roderick asks her real quick before the, the fight starts, he says, hey, do you really think it was Tyrion? Like, are we, are we good? Are we good here? And are we doing the right thing? Are we doing the right thing? And I have a quote. Cat mm-hmm. says, I believe the Lannisters murdered Lord Aaron, Catelyn replied, but whether it was Tyrion or Sir Jaime or the Queen or all of them together, I could not begin to say. Lysa had named Cersei in the letter she had sent to Winterfell. But now she seems certain that Tyrion was the killer, perhaps because the dwarf was here while the queen was safe behind the walls of the Red Keep, hundreds of leagues to the south. Catelyn almost wished she had burned her sister's letter before reading it. Yeah, that's 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 like
1: that's 100 percent buyer's remorse. She wishes she was not here right now because ever since coming to the Eyrie, things have been coming up the wrong way for her and that's just because she does not have control or ever the since opening the letter honestly ever since opening the letter but for real is just like i'm here now we're gonna try to make this work but everything is kind of working against her in relation to making sure that she can get the outcome that she really wants which in but reality, that's what I, I think mean. she's asking,
0: does she even really want this? That's what I mean. She she questioned herself that the last, the last time. She also, th- this is the thing that I'm not quite understanding. Again, their communication is so off because they don't know each other. And they're kind of so afraid to really be open and honest with each other. She asked Lysa not to do things. She kind of tells her in a big sister way to not do this, not do X, Y, and Z. And actually, no, I was going to say she doesn't really have that conversation as to why this is happening, but she does ask her. And Lysa is just very resistant to it. So I, I just want to, because I said this is the last thing I want to say about mm-hmm. Pete. Why doesn't he at least coach her on how to get her lie straight? Because she clearly is just like, oh, it was Cersei in the letter. And now she's like, oh, well, I'm sure it's this. or oh, And and it's just like, Cash is like, I really don't care which one of them it was. I don't even know if it's this one but I know that something is off and she doesn't ask because she's afraid to ask. And Peter has not set up Lysa to to, to not fail. Well, you know she why? She is
1: also... I mean, I would... I, he don't need her to win neither. He needs parts of her so that he can be in a position to get the checkmate. Okay. like His whole thing is making sure that he grasps yeah. for yeah. and attains power by any means necessary. He said from that day... I'm never going to have this stuff hold me down ever again. And I'm never not going to be on top. Yeah. Just watch. Yeah. And notice how he's moved through these spaces in a way that has set him up for success. Mm -hmm. And he knows that he can absolutely abuse his position with Lysa Mm -hmm. to the extent of making sure that she messes herself up so that that's another thing that he doesn't have to account for. Because guess what? That wasn't on him. He didn't do that. And even if she's like, I'ma spill the beans, and guess what? It was Pete. At that point, he's already put enough things in between him and Lysa so that nothing can come back and harm him. He's he's basically insulated himself threefold. Yeah. To make sure that no one is thinking about what it is that that he's doing because yeah. everyone's so focused on the 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 cat and mouse game of, of the Starks and melanuses yeah. that nobody even up to this point, we're like, nobody was even sitting here looking, Cat looks back. She's like, damn, it's wild that Lysa would even care that much about what was going on with Peter. Why would she? And you just said, like, she was there, so she knows all this. And I think there's a part of her that, like, pushes some of that away because it's easier to find another reason for that to
0: exist. See, I don't think she knows Other than her sister it. really caring about Peter. I, I don't, just don't. Get I don't it think she paid attention way. to it because I don't think she thought that Peter was important enough. And once again, for Lysa to care about, and also that? it's not even just that. I just don't think that she truly had the time to really be playing around with them at that point. Like no, she really she just didn't. didn't know. I just I'm still baffled at not baffled. I'm still like at a loss for how she wasn't able to see her sister's boobs change after the fact. But mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's something else. Um, y- you brought up. Um, and this is kind of something that I don't know, like, if you have any, like, glaring things, it's probably one of the last things I really even want to get into, because this is something that struck me the hardest, because we talked about kind of like the differences in their upbringing and the differences in their marriages and, and how time goes. And um, I kind of want to talk about Lysa and John and Aaron, but not really too much. But what I really want to get at is now that we've established that Lysa doesn't have a really good opinion of her family mm-hmm. so she doesn't really care about i mean she's not gonna like physically harm them because like kinsling is the worst thing you could do so she wouldn't do that publicly um she clearly is still harboring resentment for this cat is very oblivious to the fact that her sister has any kind of relationship with bailiff at all but she gets this gut feeling but One of the bigger takeaways that I kind of was like, yo, I don't know how I feel about this and I wanted to ask you about Mm -hmm. this, was the subject of Robin. So they keep talking about all these different places they want to foster this kid. And Kat kind of has another side conversation with Roderick being like, look, we got to take him away from her because she ain't no guys for him. And my my gut reaction is just like, I mean, from a realist standpoint, yeah, you're right, because she's not doing the best job in raising him now. A lot of people... I've seen people just be like, oh, go from like, he's annoying to he's like crazy or this, these things. And I don't think that he's crazy. I think that he is undisciplined and I think that he's spoiled and I think that he's very anxious. I also think that he's sick. And I think that mm-hmm. Lisa does not recognize again, it's it's that Kat knows her children very, very well. She knows her children as well as a mother can, um, I think. For this point in their lives. Yes. Um, I would agree. Lysa seems very oblivious to Robert's ailments and his temperament. in in a way, so much as so that like, she thinks that he's a normal child. And a lot of that, I don't want to diagnose her, but it's something like, clearly her mind is not working ro- correctly. Mm-hmm. Or typically, rather, I don't want to say correctly. Her mind's not working typically um, to the point where she she has... Issues with herself that she has to kind of deal with before she really is able to even make, you know, a solid, like conscious, like observant, you Mm -hmm. know, uh, observation of, of, of what's happening with her son. And like you said, it was her and Peter. And so there was Robert. And now her son is the center of her world. And he's basically, that's her, that's like, again, like she went from having doll babies to comfort her to an actual baby. Yeah, she has a child now. And she had, that she kind of had him to kind of help herself, but she's not helping him. But she's so like messed up that she can't see that for herself. Mm-hmm. Um, which again, I totally, completely, a thousand percent understand why Kat would feel that way. But then I'm just like, is it really your right to take away somebody's child? Like, is it really your right to come in and be like, oh well, she ain't doing a good enough job, so we got to get him away from her? And I get that her heart probably is in the right place, but who is she to kind of say that you know she's the person that can do a better job raising licensed child than her? And I want to know what your thoughts on that because I'm I'm somewhere in the middle and I'm not really yeah, sure.
1: I I think I'm probably like you on this where as a parent, if you see a child in trouble especially with a family member, mm-hmm. if you feel like you have the means with which to do so and you can step in and, and make things better for that child, yeah, I hope in every case a, a parent will look at that, make sure that they have the information that's necessary to make that judgment yeah, and then help the child as best as they can. Yeah. If you feel like the parent is not in a space where they can actively be a participant in that child's life, mm-hmm. step in. I think in this case, and this is where I veer and probably you feel the same way, Uh, well we're gonna take if we took this boy we're taking him not to take him like and and i would think this like we're not taking him to be fostered at at winterfell Mm -hmm. no one's taking him there we're gonna give him to someone else because it was like it's weird because she was like "I, i was probably okay with him being fostered with tywin which they talk about the fact that they weren't happy about the fact with the Lannisters, period, at Well, all. she said
0: that she felt like
1: she understood she why understood somebody why. would do that. She didn't say she was happy oh, no. about it. But-, but what I'm getting at is just, even in that, she can understand with all the things going on with yeah. their issues with the Lannisters, there is a real, like, onus to make sure young men are in places where they can be fostered by yeah. other, like, strong men, yeah. right? Okay, cool. Number two, which is we get the real tea from Coleman, is that, hey, he might have gone to Dragonstone and been with Stannis. And even in that, like, she doesn't get an opportunity to really go back around and question that. She does. She said he's wrong. Well, she says he's wrong about the information, but not about the fact that it would have been okay to foster. rob him with stannis yes and that's kind of what she i'm getting to at
0: roderick like, she wasn't in planning to give him away she was planning to take him back to her kids okay she so if she's she going to take him back to had. the kids
1: then there's a part of me that really feels like if she knew
0: or at least take him to river
1: yeah if she knew that there was nothing that Lysa, her sister could do for that child and it felt like there was there was a, a of if there was an amount of abuse that was being imparted on that child then yes, step in. You need to be in a position to protect kids. Like, yeah, I think hand-raised red flag always protect children. I, I think one of the things that this read has really given me more than anything else is just this better understanding of some of the women in relation to their children. Like, we hear a lot about Kat, the way she talks about her daughters, mm-hmm. the way she always talks about her daughters, the understanding that she has about their temperaments and, and, and the way that they move through life. She's here what's let's, let's call it a week, two weeks. And she's already trying to make space for her understanding of how kids should be taken care of in this world. And that to me isn't the one that rings the most honest for like you're asking, like that ass no, I don't think that it was up to her to make that choice. Just because I feel like she should have had more faith in her sister to understand what was going on with that child. But then again, who knows? Because no one was helping Lysa
0: from the get-go. So that's where I'm, that's where I'm coming at. So I agree with everything said. I'm sorry you that said. took me so long no, to get to No, don't but be sorry. Don't be sorry. That was great. I just... So where I was going, because it, 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 again, I'm, I'm always on the side of if you see a child in danger to help them, to yes. make sure that you can help them out. Um, also... If she wanted him to be close to family, that's cool. Um, but two, it would have been without Lysa but but I'm saying two, but on the other side of that, like I got the feeling that it would have been the same as all those men trying to make decisions, trying to take him away mm-hmm. without Lysa's knowledge or consent. Two, nobody's talking about helping Lysa. Like that's my yes. whole thing. Everything is just yes. like we want to take him away because not because, you know, we're sad about what's happening or because Lysa's you know, she can't handle it by herself or we're going to come together as a family and help her raise this baby together. It's all about he can't be a strong leader. Mm -hmm. So we need to get him away from her and put him somewhere else where he'll be great. But like, let's talk about why she's not a good mother or why she can't handle caring for her son Mm -hmm. because she can't help handle caring for herself. And as much as Kat says she cares for and loves her sister, and I get it. I get it. Kat's a human. And sometimes you're around people who obviously need help but it is a very 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 tiring experience trying to be with with you know what I mean trying yes. to, to trying to be helpful and Lysa is tiring her out Lysa is making her life very difficult Lysa is not trying to listen and it's very hard Kat is not a licensed therapist she's not equipped to handle Lysa but I do believe that the idea of if you're going to forcefully take something away from somebody, you at least have to try to do something to help the entire situation and not Mm -hmm. just put a bandaid on one area of it. And I think that's the issue. It's just like, she's going, she never said, Hey girl, can we have a conversation? What's what, what's, what's, what actually goes on with Robin? Why is he shaking? I mean, I know that she probably would have been met with some pushback, but Kat is smart. She could have pushed. Kat could have been like not even pushed, but just been like, Oh, come, like try to at least endear herself to her nephew because that's if I'm smart, and Kat is smart, but if I'm really not trying to get, like, if if, if you're trying to, because Lysa thrives off of flattery. Mm-hmm. Lysa thrives off of people saying that they really care about the thing that Lysa likes. And that's how you, that's how you endear yourself to people like that. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, oh, there's Robin. And then, you know. Come here, baby. I'm your auntie, and I want to talk to you about these things. And oh, Cat or Lysa, what what's wrong with his nose? Like he's sniffling a lot. And Lisa like, oh, well, you know, sometimes this happens, but it's okay. He's perfect. Cat be like, you know what, girl? Mm-hmm, you absolutely could right. But you know what? Sometimes this happens to my son. I can just do this. There's, away, and there's this, a this. way that she could have gone. Yeah, about like it I'm, I'm thinking. Listen, like and maybe it wouldn't have worked. Yeah, it might, yeah, have, it might like, not have worked. But we don't we don't get we don't the ever get the that. chance to see it. And I I really dislike that I even had to go back to Tyrion chapters to get more of their conversation mm-hmm. because I wish that there were more there was more like fleshed out yeah. of what their conversation were because who knows they could have talked about yeah, these things but why but
1: wasn't there more cat and lisa being able to kind of just talk about that talk about that yeah and and, and i get it because we have to come back around on what was dividing them in the first place and it's what happened at River Run all oh, those yeah. years ago yeah and
0: i Without I, Kat even knowing it. Yes, and, and and that's what I'm saying. And the I, thing is, as much as... And I'll, I'll, I'll give them equal, you know, pushback. Here. I, I, as much as I'm upset at Kat for not really being as, as you know, present in her sister's life when things were happening or not really noticing, because maybe things were going on with her. I don't know. For her not being there for her sister, Lysa also didn't... And I understand she probably didn't feel, yeah, like, she probably she could didn't feel be, like she could be, but... She never also reached out to try to tell her sister that these things were happening. Maybe she felt like she couldn't again, maybe they both felt as though it really wasn't their place. Because again, in this world, you're taught that after you are married, your husband's life becomes the most important thing. Mm-hmm. And like these are sisters that were very and it's 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 so heartbreaking to me because the other the only other real example of sisterhood that we get to actually see from somebody's point of view. And we get it a little bit when we talk about Ariane Martel, but those are her cousins, or not her sisters. But she's yes. also her and very close. But that's a really good uh, example of that. But like when we talk about sisters, the only other one we get are Ariam and, and 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 Sansa, Sansa. and yeah. that's also splintered. And mm-hmm. I I hope that it is not a cautionary tale, but like an inverse of the situations that that's happening yeah, with their, their, aunt and their mother. History just ends up repeating itself. Yeah. That
1: would be very very sad. Yeah, like just to see them have to go down that rabbit hole yeah. of. Of not knowing and then not feeling like the other one can trust the other. Yeah, um, yeah. So I mean, that's all I kind of had. Yeah, no, I really. thought that, that was real cool. That yeah. was probably the best way I think we could have that particular discussion. Yeah, yeah. And again, um, because this
0: is going to continue to come up, I'm pretty sure things will jog oh, my memory. It's and gonna I'll, happen again. I have and more, again, and we'll be able to, um, come to talk to about it, and hopefully not be boring about it. But yeah,
1: I I really hope that you know, as as people listen to this, they. If they have things that they think and, and feel about like what we've come to, um, you know, because a lot of this ends up becoming us trying to fill in the blanks. Right. Of course. And, and, and making it a way that we understand the story based on, you know, our, our modern lenses and our world and our life experiences. Yep. But, you know, if you feel differently, if you feel like you have some, you know, information to to the contrary, even like in in relation to this, that would help kind of feed this narrative you know we would very much so love to hear that you can always reach out to us at you know our email which is the maiden vault pod at gmail.com you can hit us up on twitter at maiden vault pod and you know you can even leave comments on the on the um podbean site on the podbean site on the on the episodes themselves i think that this was a very fruitful discussion i actually really thoroughly enjoyed this i like i like the way that we tackled this i i I think we're going to come back to this format again next week yeah. and, and try to really find something that we both want to focus on yeah. and, and, and spend, you know, more of our time focused there, <laughs> for lack of a better word or phrase. Um, yeah. As always, if you like the podcast, please feel free to subscribe, you know, via iTunes, Spotify, or you know, whatever your favorite podcasting app of choice this day is. Yeah, we'll be back next Monday with yeah. Santa. We'll see you, we Santa. <laughs> Speaking of starks and Tullys. yeah we'll be back with Sansa mm-hmm. next week so hope you enjoy it and we'll see you again next monday
0: yep yep yeah. thank you so much guys all right see you see you